0: So Canada has been right there with the rest of the Western world in, uh, you know, running down a long list of Russian businesses and individuals that this country is sanctioning in response to the situation in Ukraine. In fact, a lot of people giving Chrystia Freeland a lot of credit for being one of the leaders on the sanctions and making sure that this financial penalty and pain is inflicted upon Russia. Um, truth be told, though, how much of an impact is it really having? Remember last week when the foreign affairs minister sort of stepped in it, but really was just speaking the truth when she said that, you know, Canada is not a military player here. We're just not, you know, we're good at diplomacy and, and those sorts of things. But when it comes to military force, you know, we're not a major factor on the world stage. A lot of people felt, you know, defensive for the troops, which I understand, but she wasn't talking about the troops. She was talking about our defense forces in general and how much our government supports the troops, right? There's only so much they can do. Um, So I don't think she said anything that isn't true. And in this case, when you take a look at financial sanctions that we've imposed upon Russia, are they really having that huge of an impact? Probably not. Why? Because they're just really isn't all that much financial activity between Canada and Russia. But nonetheless, we're in on this. So let's chat now with Mark Manger. Um, Mark is uh, going to give us a little insight on this discussion. He's a professor of political economy at the Monk School of Global Affairs and Public Policy at the University of Toronto. Mark, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate your time.
1: Pleasure to be here,
0: Jay. Hi. Yeah, when we take a look at this situation, you know, our government has put together a lengthy list of sanctions on individuals and different companies. But really, when you talk especially about companies, are we all that closely linked to Russia through trade ties at all, anyway?
1: No, you put it quite rightly uh, in the opener. It's, uh, there is very little trade between, uh, between Russia and Canada. And uh, I mean, in some sense, that's understandable. If you look at our climate, right, yep. very, and our, our natural geography and everything, we're not that different from Russia. So by, by you know, what nature has given us, we're exporting a lot of things, which means we don't really need to trade with each other very much. So the links are actually not that important, and as a, as a consequence, the, sh- the sanctions are not going to have that much bite.
0: When we talk about what we are sanctioning in, in terms of trade and who we're sanctioning, I mean, what is the list that we're looking I know we, we said we're not going to import Russian oil, crude. Well, we haven't done that for years anyway, so it doesn't seem largely symbolic. As it, what else are we focusing on?
1: Well, we're focusing, uh, so there's a there's a longer list that came out uh, a couple of days ago that, that looks at specifically electronic, uh, electronic parts, aircraft parts, uh, software, chips, all of these things. Now, again, this is not a huge export, but, you know, there is some Canadian technology, especially aerospace technology, that, that we've been exporting that might find its way uh, into Russian arms manufacturing, and if at least we can cut that off to the extent it's possible by doing, you know, these legal sanctions, we're doing our part.
0: Um, What about the sanctions we're putting on individuals and uh, oligarchs and and things like that? Again, we're right there in lockstep with uh, the the rest of our allies. How much of an impact might that have? Is that a different story?
1: Not really, because fortunately for us, there isn't a lot of Russian money in Canada, right? Uh, This is, you know... Um, Toronto isn't London. You know, it's not the big yeah. laundromat for for uh, for Russian oligarchs. Um, neither do we have, you know, banking secrecy like the Swiss, where you can hide money. So uh, this is all very, this is all fairly transparent in Canada, and, and therefore there isn't a lot of Russian money here. Uh, still, again, you know, when other countries impose sanctions, uh, what? you know people like these russian oligarchs might want to do is is try to move money around and at least we're preventing that any of this money finds its way to canada
0: so the steps that we're taking are obviously not going to be overly punishing to russia in any capacity be it you know individuals or businesses why is it important that we still do it then is it just is it all just window dressing
1: uh, no, it's not all just window dressing. Look, I mean, if we uh, if we weren't doing it, it would be it would send a really bad signal. Um, we basically, uh, I mean, we have to send a signal to our friends and allies in the rest of the world, and to to you know to the Ukrainians that uh, we're on their side and we are not going to undermine these sanctions in any way. So even if there's not you know not much we can directly do. We are really on their side. We're doing everything that we can do. Uh, and we're therefore mirroring the strictest sanctions in the world.
0: And that's sort of the important, I mean, ultimately, like you say, you can create a safe haven. You want to make sure that everybody's sort of, you know, singing from the same hymn book. We're all on the same page here so that Russia, you know, feels the pressure right across the board, right? That that united front is just as important as the action taken. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. yes. Um, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us, Mark. Thank you. All right. Take care. That is Mark Manger, who is a professor of public, uh, professor of political economy, rather, with the Monk School of Global Affairs and Public Policy at the University of Toronto. So, yeah, an interesting situation when it comes to where we are with um, Russia and Ukraine today. Now, the Kremlin came out with a statement this morning saying that the United States has launched thousands of cyber attacks. Against Russia, you knew this would be part of it, and in in a way, I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen more cyber warfare. Now, take it as you will, a statement from the Kremlin, but um, kind of interesting that they're saying that the U.S. is taking an active role.